Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. I am your host, Dr. John DeWitt, and we are also streaming this on Facebook Live. I am very excited to talk about more of the risk factors that Dr. William Amen, William, Dr. Daniel Amen talks about in his book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, the revised edition. Um, we're, we started off last time when we were discussing Dr. Amon's work, the Amon Clinics, and just how ironic it is that um, you have Dr. Bredesen that comes up with, hey, there's some nutritional things you can do that actually helps your brain work better and for you to be healthier, and activity is very important for that. That's why uh, Dr. Amon calls it the brain warrior's way, and so it's because you have to be dedicated to do some things that you might not really want to do because they, they kind of get you out of your comfort zone. But the problem is a lot of the time you've been in your comfort zone for way too long and you need to get up and out and do things different because that's the only way you're going to get a change in your life is if you do something different. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. You can't keep doing the same old, same old and expect it to suddenly miraculously change unless you win the lottery or something. But who knows if that would even change things ultimately or not. So, I wanted to cover the last thing that we talked about um, in the last episode, just to make sure, because it was kind of a little more in-depth. Uh, these are the risk factors, because a few episodes back, we talked about your scorecard and how to see what your score is and, and what, how to interpret those scores. And then we went, this is going through the list of each individual risk factor that is going to help explain, you know, what you can do about it. So it's not just, oh, my gosh, you're out of luck. It's, it's really sad because I was just speaking with someone out in uh, Michigan. Their, uh, their husband, 45 years old, was in the Army and literally got hit upside the head with a two-by-four, didn't take any x-rays, anything like that. And they actually um, stitched him up because he obviously was bleeding and, and things. And then years later, um, they literally just told her that he's got early-onset dementia. And she, uh, yeah, she didn't really know what to do. She's worked with a lot of veterans, which is great. And she knows how to get with different support groups and things for like disabilities and, and for, um, you know, how to get them trained to get back to work and things like that and, and, and different family counseling, stuff like that. But now it's like really hitting home, close to home. And so I told her about Dr. Dale Bredesen's book, The End of Alzheimer's. And she had never heard of him. So that was good. Luckily, she is also a nurse and is uh, very educated on nutrition and things like that. So it was a good thing to be able to connect with her on that level because she's already doing the ketogenic diet, had him doing the ketogenic diet. But um, she had noticed that, that he was having some difficulties. And, um, oh, by the way, in the background here, this is, this is the office where I work. This is, this is at Bergman Family Chiropractic here. And, uh, yeah, so we have a lot going on most of the time, figured it out. They're adjusting right now. This is my day off technically, but I wanted to share this information with you. But I'm getting long-winded. All right. So the last thing we talked about was uh, stroke, heart disease, high cholesterol, prehypertension, hypertension, prediabetes, diabetes, history of cancer treatment, seizures, Parkinson's, sleep apnea in the past or present. That's the risk factors. And all of those can lead to cognitive decline. Okay. 
You need to make sure you get treatment and start prevention strategies early. An anti-inflammatory, nutrient-rich diet and exercise regimen are the mainstays of prevention for vascular and blood sugar issues. And blood sugar is a really big part, especially the type 1.5 Alzheimer's that Dr. Bredesen talks about. If, you're, if you have any kind of insulin resistance, that's going to really cause issues with, with, with brain function. So you need to try to really need to get that under control. Don't try. You need to get it under control. As far as sleep apnea, this is another one that Dr. Bredesen, and, and I, I have to go back again. The, it's like these two guys were cut from the, from the same cloth. I mean, Dr. Bredesen was on the neurology side and was really focused on how the brain worked. Dr. Amen was more on, in the psychiatry, psychology, counseling side, but he realized that we never look at the brain, even though that's what we're supposedly supposed to be treating. I mean, it's like we're back 175 years ago when, when Abraham Lincoln um, had, had been kicked by a horse when he was a kid and um, was unconscious. Some, some people thought he was dead. And he came back and uh, basically said that, oh, you know, I've got some headaches and this and that and the other. And back then they were like, oh, okay. Or he was, he had depression, depression problems. So, um, but they would just sit there and talk to him and then they would come up with a diagnosis based on what symptoms they had. And that's the same way basically that we were doing psychiatry and counseling, um, you know, 175, 200 years later. And so that's when Dr. Amen came out with the spec scan, which is something that actually has, has revolutionized um, psychiatry because you're able to see exactly what parts of the brain are working like they're supposed to and the parts of the brain that aren't working like they're supposed to because it should be a nice smooth image but if there's any little dents or valleys or, or holes then that means that part of the brain isn't getting uh, isn't functioning properly and then after utilizing his protocols it's a way to actually see that you have made improvement so that's an exciting thing for me you do have cognitive assessments that you can do but actually physically, or not physically seeing the brain itself, but seeing a scan that represents the brain and something that really helps you to see that you are making improvements, that's, uh, that's really exciting for me. So um, sleep apnea, very, very critical to have it evaluated and treated. Too often it goes undiagnosed. Symptoms include snoring, periods of apnea, or breathing, holding, or breath holding during sleep, and chronic daytime tiredness. Hey, this is Dr. Danny. Uh, <laughs> uh, even when diagnosed, many people have trouble getting used to the sleep app machine and simply stop using it. Don't do that. You need to really get used to getting the oxygen that you need at night. One trick that uh, another patient of ours in the Brain Builders Masterclass does, and I thought this was kind of creative, is he literally duct tapes his mouth shut at night while he's sleeping, and that forces him to breathe through his nose so he gets more oxygen to his brain. It's interesting, but yeah. So try, you can try that if you like. This is really interesting, too. You're at higher risk of cognitive decline if you have less than a high school education or a job that does not require any new learning. So if you're in the assembly line and you're just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over all day long, or if you just have less than a high school education and you're not really getting the, the mental stimulus that you need, you should maybe get a hobby maybe. Uh, the, the solution to that and the ways to reduce that risk is to engage in lifelong learning starting now and following the advice that we're going to talk about momentarily. Uh, another risk is limited or no exercise. Like we said before, if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix all day, that's okay every now and then, but you can't do it every single day. You need, if you're doing uh, less than twice a week or less than 30 minutes per session, 
you need to actually up that. Uh, Dr. Bredesen recommends five 30-minute sessions of brisk walking at minimum every week. Uh, if you are also at risk of decline, if you have periodontal disease, this causes inflammation and alterations in your gut flora, which puts you at risk for immune system problems, such as leaky gut. You can do the uh, Cyrex Array 2 test. That is something you can look up online. That'll determine if you have a leaky gut. You can do the Cyrex Array 3. That will tell you if you are intolerant to gluten, which is just a large uh, molecule that can get into the system and cause all kinds of habit. So to reduce the risk, uh, you need to floss regularly. Dr. Danny, uh, he, he flosses regularly. That's really good. You need to see your dentist, take dental health very seriously because it's very close to the brain. So if you have any bacteria in here, and Dr. Bredesen also confirms this, it can go up into the pharyngeal sinus here, the nasopharyngeal sinus, and that can get up into the brain because there's a, a blood brain and a, a barrier there that it can actually get into your brain and cause problems. Risk factor, chronic inflammation. This is now considered to be a major cause of many diseases of aging, including cancer. Hey, Vinny. Oh, Dr. Danny, hi. How are you? That's weird. <laughs> um, chronic inflammation is now considered to be a major cause of many diseases of aging, including cancer, diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, inflammation is promoted by free radical formation, smoking, low levels of vitamin D or omega-3s, high levels of omega-6s, which are bad. You want high omega-3s, omega-6s are what you're going to get in the typical American diet with fried foods and things like that. Uh, diets high in meat and or sugar. We do not want sugar in the diet. Avoid that if you can't. Well, just avoid sugar. Sugar, processed foods, get off all the white stuff. White rice, white pasta, white sugar. Avoid that. Um, and also, if you have long-term infections, gum disease, or stress, those are all high-risk factors. If you have all that and you want to reduce it, you need to start an anti-inflammatory diet low glycemic, high fiber, omega-3 rich diet. Um, this is Dr. Amon's approach. Dr. Bredesen also recommends a, a mildly um, ketogenic diet, Ketoflex 12-3. That's where you fast from the time you finish eating dinner for 12 hours before you um, eat, eat the next day. And if you are APOE4 positive, which is the genetic marker for Alzheimer's, then you need to extend that out to 16 hours instead of 12 hours between times that you eat overnight. And the three stands for you don't eat three hours before you go to bed. Okay. Um, let's see. Here's some of the ways to reduce those risks with the inflammation. Anti-inflammatory diet, like I just said, um, fish oil, curcumin, and vitamin D, all those things are really good. Most people don't get enough vitamin D because we just don't go out, out in the sun anymore. Even in California, there's a lot of people that just are so um, caught up in work, 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 they don't get outside. You need to get outside with, with a lot of skin exposure so that you can absorb that sunlight, and that will give you that good vitamin D. You're at risk if you have a deficiency in estrogen or testosterone. And the, to reduce that, there are natural strategies to boost these hormones and replacement therapy if needed. Uh, engaging in regular brain-healthy habits will help boost both estrogen and testosterone naturally, especially stress management. The stress hormone, hormone cortisol steals the building blocks for estrogen and testosterone, decreasing sugar, which raises insulin levels and decreases sex hormone production, getting adequate, adequate sleep, 
you need to have at least six and a half, seven and a half hours a night, and we have a whole a sleep restrictive therapy that helps you get that good quality REM sleep that we'll talk about. We've talked about in the past. We'll talk about some more in the future. Um, uh, let's see. Adequate amounts of vitamin D, which is sunshine and zinc. You can get in oysters, crab, dark meat, poultry, and beef. And the thing with zinc, if you take too much of it as a supplement, it can give you a little, a little bit of a stomach upset, stomach ache kind of thing. So just be careful with that one if you do take a supplement of zinc. Strength and interval training and losing your belly. Belly fat turns healthy testosterone into unhealthy forms of estrogen. The fat actually starts to produce its own hormones. So be careful with that. Try to stay thin. And here's a risk that everybody kind of knows, increasing age as you get older. So be serious about brain health by using the risk reduction strategies that we just listed, along with regular screenings. Um, Dr. Amen had just turned 61 when he was writing this, and after looking at thousands of seniors' brains, he knew that he was in a war for the health of his brain. So he's seen many healthy 92-year-old brains, and he's planning on his being one of them, and I'm planning on mine being one of them as well. So now that you, when you know better, you do better. So you're starting, hopefully, if you've listened, this is our 50th episode. So thank you so much for being here for 50 days in a row or just for listening to all the episodes. And um, hopefully we're going to have another 50 that's going to be even better, even more informative. We're going to keep sharing this really awesome cognitive health information with uh, Dr. Amen, Dr. Bredesen, we're going to bring in some other docs, Dr. Hyman as well, his information, um, Dr. Berg. There's, there's a lot of other um, docs out there that are really, really sharing a lot of great information. Um, oh, Lisa, I'm almost out of time, but I will reply to you on fa- in Facebook, in the Facebook Live. And hi, Brandy. <laughs> but... Um, there is a link also if you want to join our Brain Builders Masterclass. There's a link um, in the description of the podcast, and I'll also include it in the description underneath the um, Facebook Live. I appreciate you watching, and if you want to go to the link itself, it is bit.ly slash waitlistbb. It's bit.ly slash waitlistbb, as in Brain Builders. Um, whenever registration opens for the next class, you will be notified via email, and that should be towards the end of the year. Have a wonderful day, and thanks for listening.